Welcome to part two of our interview with Neil Curley, brought to you by BJR Painting Services. Part two of our interview discusses premiership success at Sanford level, taking on the Big V in State of Origin, the great Teddy Whitten, uh, Neil's involvement with the Adelaide Crows and nearly stealing Darren Jarman, and also his frustrations with the modern game. Enjoy. So you've gone to, to Woomera, won a flag first year. You've gone to Wyala, won a flag first year. You've come to Westies, won a flag first year as coach, and you've gone to South, won a flag first year as coach. Bit of a pattern there, Neil. Well, at the first one, two, three, four years of my first four years of my coaching, uh, three of them, no, sorry, two of them were bottom mm -hmm. and they won the premiership well, the South, following year. South was one of those, weren't they? South and, yeah. and uh, Woomera, yeah. Cooley Milka. So my first six years of coaching, I had the five premierships and one runner-up. Wow, that's amazing. I feel pretty proud about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I actually had a look back and, and uh, checked out South Gambia the year you were supposed to go down there in 56 and they didn't win and didn't win again until 1974, so I bet they hadn't... Uh, I bet they wish they hadn't let you go in the end. Well, they, they couldn't think about it, mm. South Gambia, because West held the... Yeah, West, I was just bound to West. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, yeah ended up finishing up as a, a player after moving from South to, to Glenelg. Um, but before we touch on that, we'd best touch on uh, your time representing South Australia, because I know that's something you're, you're extremely proud of and... Um, you represented the, the state with, with uh, great courage and, and, and flair as well. A lot, a lot of our listeners are probably too young to remember what State of Origin was yeah. really like, Neil, but what did it mean to you back then to pull on that, uh, oh, that Red Guernsey and take on the Big V? Well, you know, when I first got selected to play for South Australia, I thought, I thought of my mum and dad, mm -hmm. and I thought, thank you. Thank you both for uh, developing me into what, what's in having me and developing the way it has. Um, but I quickly found out, particularly against Victoria and Western Australia, that if you lack courage, if you pulled out of anything, if you came off the ball mm. in any way, they just brushed you aside. Yeah. They didn't, they just, and I'll never forget the article Laurie Jarvis wrote in my first game against the Vicks on the MCG. Uh, I've got it right here. Laurie Jarvis, the chief writer. The way Curley played in the ruck and defence, he had obviously never heard of these opponents' big reputations and couldn't care less. Not only is he tough and fearless, ever ready uh, to protect smaller players, but he has the ability as well. That's a fair statement, isn't it? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah good. That's excellent. Yeah, I was very proud of that. Yeah. So, yeah, state games, you had to take them head on. Yeah. You had to, you know, if, it was, if the situation demanded full body contact and you just had to go with it. Yeah. And actually, after a while, the Vicks respected me greatly. Um, they liked a bloke that would, you know, match them and mm. take them. But mind you, I copped a bit. I copped a few. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Because <laughs> it, was, it was real hatred, wasn't it, between the Well, she was tough. States. My word, she was tough mm. by the living hell. And if you built a one, you'd get a few back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they'd gang up on you. Yeah. Charlie Sutton, McMahon, Teasdale. Oh, yeah, they'd, mm. <laughs> they'd test you out. <laughs> um, what was the great Ted Whitten like? Ah, 
Fantastic. EJ and I had plenty, plenty of uh, wax against one another. Yeah. And uh, in the end, uh, we became great friends mm -hmm. because we respected the way we each played. Yeah. And we you know we didn't curtail it or um, take the easy way out. We just accepted what was coming to get the ball. And EJ, uh, actually, I was extremely. Uh, I was. <laughs> he asked me to be a poor bear at his funeral. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I thought, gee whiz, that's that's how close we became. Yep. Yeah, him, especially for him to ask us out the street. Victorian, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing, mate. Um, now I didn't. Oh, before we go into that, tell us about the famous win in nineteen sixty-three. Oh, the, that one over there. Yeah. Um. Yes, I had to go up on TV with Harry Beitzel uh, to represent South Australia that Friday mm. night. And on the panel was Lou Richards, Jack Dyer. That's it, Lou Richards and Jack Dyer. And he um, asked me what, what, what I thought of our team. I said, I think we've got a bit of a chance. I said, we've, for the first time ever, the coach has been involved in selection, which was Foss Williams. Mm -hmm. And I said, I reckon we've got a chance here. Uh, we'll be around the mark anyhow. Yeah. And he turned to Jack Dyer and he said, what do you think, Jack? Oh, oh he said, it's the first time they have had open selection. Mm -hmm. It was normally restricted to one from the bottom six and two from the top six. Okay, yeah, so, but now that way, yeah. And um, Jack, Jack, I said, oh, well, Harry, he said, first time ever without open selection, because they had sometimes three from one club. Mm. He said, Oh, this side's a crackerjack side. He said, if I was coach, I'd give him a pep talk and go to the races. <laughs> That's what he said. Arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, Bicel turned to me and said, what do you think of that, young Curly? I said, everybody's entitled to their opinion. So I've come back to the pub where we were staying at, uh, down at St. Kilda, and the boys were there in front of the fire and having a coffee and that and a, and a sandwich. And I said, fellas, at the opening bounce today, something's going to happen. And I said, I don't want you to get involved. Just concentrate on playing footy. Nothing else. Concentrate. So I was Ruck Rover and at the opening bounce. And their centre man was called Alistair Lord. He was awarded the Brownlow the year before. Mm -hmm. He's a school teacher. All he picked up was a piece of chalk and a pencil all day. I was a labour truck driver. I, I lugged cement bags and yeah. everything else. And I was hot, strong and hard. Mm -hmm. Opening bounce, bang, we both collided. He's fallen down and they've taken him off. Yeah. And they threw him having a crisis. Fellas, footy, footy, footy. We kicked the first three goals yeah. in about the first seven or eight minutes. Um, we were pipped. But then we got the last two, Lindsay had got them, and we won by, I think it was seven points. Mm. Well, that was Eureka. Yeah. 8,000 people at the aerodrome when we came home. Wow, really? 8,000 people was estimated. That's unbelievable. And yeah, unbelievable. So you've set the tone though with that opening bounce? Well, that did help a bit. Yeah. Because they Victor after me a bit after that, which well, didn't, didn't worry me one bit. Probably chasing you instead of the foot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was a big moment in state footy for me. Yeah. Very big. 
that's fantastic. On the MCG. All places. Yeah. Um, now, I didn't realise this as well, but you actually coached more games for Glenelg than, than Westies in the end. Oh, yeah, I had 10 years ago now. Yeah, yeah. I oh, knew yeah. spent. I mean, I made finals every games. year, except one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I would have coached 20, 20 games a year. What's that? What's 10 20s? 200. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at Westies, only. Oh, hang on. I had three stints at West Adelaide. Mm. I had the two years, then then another three is five. Another two. And then another nine. two is seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had more more going yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Took a little longer to get your first premiership there, but um, what a season it was in nineteen seventy three. Yeah, we Only we one loss. we lost the first two or three. We got made five grand finals. Mm-hmm. Only won one. Mm. <sighs> I don't like that. I, 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 have, I have bloody nightmares over that. A lot of uh, oh, games still, against Port then as well, I imagine. Well, Sturton Port. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to think all these years on, you you can see it in your eyes. You you really do have those... Footy God wasn't on our side those days. I remember the one against Sturt. It was a howling gale. I said to Peter Mark, I win the toss, pal, we, we win this. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Sturt won the toss. I think they kicked... Five, we kicked one. Quarter time, I don't, down came the rain, the wind changed. Oh, right. You would not credit it. Mm. You wouldn't credit it. We, we, we lost narrowly. Yep. And now that's the way it is. Mm. It's the way she goes. Yeah. Um, a stint at West Torrens followed, but you ended up back at Richmond Oval again, leading West Adelaide to the 1983 Premiership, which would have been particularly sweet, I think. You had some good players in that side, didn't you? We had a great side. Uh, that's mainly due to Doug Thomas, mm-hmm. Who was the uh, uh, football well football manager I suppose CEO? Um, he did some great recruiting mm-hmm. in the first couple of years, and uh, that's the '83 side, the best I've ever coached, and would beat the Crows today. Yeah, they would beat the Crows today. Yeah, I know. No question. To you, speaking to you earlier, not a big fan of how they're going at the moment. <laughs> uh, look, I'm not bragging. I'm just comparing the talent we had mm-hmm. as opposed to the talent the Crows have got today. And we had a full forward too, they could kick goals. Yeah. They haven't got one. Not at the moment, no, that's for sure. They've yeah. had one for seven years. You had a lot of young uh, kids who went on to uh, play AFL or VFL. On the My end, word. Yeah. yeah, we did. My word, we did. Mm. Yes, there was some, there was some real, real talent mm. in that team. Good lads too. Many Riverland boys. I know Mark Micken played around that time. Uh, Modra. Was around the mark. Um, mark Micken was there. Um, hang on, I've got to select between the Glenelg ones and the West Adelaide ones. Uh, did Bruce, he, did Bruce Lindner? Bruce Lindner? Yeah. Uh, Alan Dragan's retired. Uh, Bruce Lindner, that's about it. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. I imagine that would have been um, yeah, particularly sweet to get back to Westies and, and win that one. It was, it was. So they didn't uh, win another one for 32 years. Obviously. Well, that's right. Um, they hadn't, you're right, you're dead right. Uh, strange club, West Adelaide. They're a great family club, but they do some, they did some silly things in uh, administration. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they did. Yeah. So you took a bit of a break from footy after that, is that right? And, and got involved America's in Cup. America's Cup, yeah. How'd Unbelievable. That come about? That's the uh, that's the most exciting three years I've had in my life. Yeah, right. Uh, so you're a fitness coach. 
Uh, I was a fitness coach. Uh, I was also skipper of the tender boat, mm-hmm. which towed the yacht out and yep. towed it back in and took all the spares and laid the marks for the races and all that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a that was a huge learning curve. Yeah, and um, it was very. I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Mm. Loved it. Wife wasn't too happy when I said I'll be away for a little while. She said, "How long?" I said, three years." She went, <laughs> <laughs> went over like a lead balloon. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> So you spend <laughs> most time at home at all? Oh, yeah. used to come home a couple of times. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, a couple of times she came over and just for a few days and, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it, it worked out okay. Yeah. Where were you based then? We stayed at the old nursing, nurses' quarters mm-hmm. right next to the hospital. Okay. And that's where we had our meals and everything. They looked at they treated us very, very well. Yeah. And Excellent. Didn't quite get the, the chocolates there. They no, no. Is that right? Um... That the, the yacht, the yacht that Ben Lexon designed, in light airs up to say nine ten knots, mm-hmm. she was the quickest yacht there. Yeah. But the, when the Fremantle doctors set in, mm-hmm. she sulked. Okay. The the boat, she didn't handle heavy weather at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, just didn't just didn't measure up. Yeah. But what an experience over the great experience. Yeah. Great experience. Excellent. Um, Another coaching stand at Centrals, but this time it was about this time that SA was pushing to have its own team in the in the VFL, um, which they obviously eventually did in '91. But you wanted to coach the team, is that right? You were pretty keen. To well, coach the I, I, I was keen. I would have liked to have been asked to coach the team, mm. uh, but I wasn't. Graham Corns, who I'd coached for quite a few years, mm. uh, had a great record in um, in the um, state of origin. Yep. You know, he had a good record, and. Um, they thought it was his turn and that uh, I, was, I was too old, uh, which is bullshit. Um, so, so Graham got the job, yeah. which was f- fine. I was happy and I was a sort of football manager mm-hmm. and if he wanted to talk something out, yeah. you know, we'd get together and have a bit of a chat. Yeah, he was a damn, good, sort of a damn good coach, Graham, yeah. very good coach. It's funny, that, isn't it? You, know, you look back in that 93 final series oh. and a couple of things go... Oh. And that yeah. yeah. Um, how exciting was that first season being involved in, in obviously a new created club, but one that was for South Australia, and, and in particular that first game against Hawthorne? Well, as you know, you may remember that our captain... Um, oh, before that, of course, both clubs were trying to get hold of Darren Jarman. Mm-hmm. And I thought we had him, but Hawthorne came late with a much stronger, um, a better cash settlement or contract. Mm-hmm. And so they stole us off him the last day of the damn trade. Oh, you're joking. So, the last day. And um, anyhow, so I, I rang their CEO, can't think of his name now, and I said, gee whiz, I said, you bugs, blah, 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 bastards. He said... Uh, you got to remember, son, you're in the big league now. Oh, really? I said, okay. So the first game, Brereton and one of their ruckmen got hold of McDermott and they both got reported. Mm-hmm. Phone call rang Monday morning and it's this dickhead from Hawthorne, the CEO. Trying to get him off? He said, uh, Neil, I'd, 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 I'd hope you can possibly asked McDermott if he'd come on and try to help us. I said, what did you say? Aren't you the one that said this is the big league? 
I said, well, you can get stuck because you're in the big league now, son. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. And what a win it ended up being as well. I mean, obviously, uh, McDermott got a bit beat up, but uh, he did. 86 but points. He was a tough on Ray McDermott. Mm. He played the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the end of 1991, you end up going back to, to Westy as a coach, but a trip to the Riverland to watch Wakery play proved pretty vital for the Crows down, down the track, didn't it? Well, I uh, I rang um, uh, Rue's dad, mm-hmm. Murray, great guy, and he kept a parking spot for my car, you know, against yeah. the fence. I had an Esky in the back with a few uh, softies in, yeah, like hell. <laughs> and uh, and our, um, Rue had been playing center half back, mm-hmm. So, gee, that's, that's, so I went there and his brother was was supposed to be playing, but he was injured. He came uh, back from the, when they ran out from the, he came back where his dad was. And I said, gee, I'm looking forward to the young lad playing centre-half back today. He said, oh, he's not playing centre-half back. Mm-hmm. I said, where's he playing? He said, forward pocket. I said, forward pocket? I don't want to, he kicked 11. <laughs> He would, he would have been, what, 16, 17? Yeah, just turned 16. Yeah, yeah, right. And I uh, I said to okay, I said, I think this kid might be able to play a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we West were lucky to pick him up and keep him yeah. in South Australia. Absolutely, mm. yeah, definitely. Well, that's uh, one, one the Crows certainly owe you because obviously he went on to uh, bigger and better oh, things with the Crows, didn't he? Fantastic. Yeah. Did you have any role in getting any other Riverland people up to, to Westies or the Crows? Um, I got Modra. And um, Modras were a bit wild, weren't they? Yeah, they Rick were. Rick was going to come down to it. Uh, Tony not, but his brother. Rick, yeah. Holy hell, it took about four policemen to hold him <laughs> if they wanted to. It's a big unit too. Or Rick. Yeah. Rick. He was a tough hombre. And a golf, good golf sneak too. Mm. Sean ran, of course, he wasn't, he was, I picked him up yeah, from peninsula, over it? the peninsula. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, Brucey Lindner. Um... Grantly Filky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, boom, 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 boom. I think that's about it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, very good. Um, once you finished up coaching, um, you end up in the media, mate, which I yeah. imagine would have been amazing to have the best seats in the house. Well, yes, I enjoyed it greatly. Uh, to sit out there on the bloody wet and cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's and pretty we, uh, down there at Footy Park. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. No, I, I enjoyed that. Mm. I really did. And I was, I was a bit lucky because I'd, I had a bit of knowledge on about footy, mm-hmm. on you know how it should be played and yeah. who did what and who didn't do what and that type of stuff. So I, could, I, 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 I pride myself on making some pretty good remarks mm-hmm. through the course of the thing, and then of course I was selected in the All Australian Selection Committee, mm-hmm. uh, which was also a bit bit of a privilege. Mm-hmm. So yeah, things went along. Pretty good. Yeah, I was very happy, and um, I'm I'm lucky still at my age. Uh, my memory is very very good. I'm still pretty sharp, pretty alert, and um, I still think if I took up coaching as a small, uh, not AFL, but in say country or anything, I'd be a better coach today than I was when I was doing it. Because yeah. I appreciate more. I think I think clearer. Mm-hmm. I understand people better. And coaching's all about understanding your players. Yeah. You can't talk to all of them the same way. And some, they're all different. Mm. And uh, sure, there's one you can give them a bit of a rev, 
but there's one you can't. You've got to cuddle him a bit. Yeah. And um, that's if you want to get the best out of him. A lot of these young kids coming out of coming off AFL playing and going into the coach, they've got no idea. Mm. No idea at all. We're The players today are overcoached to hell. They've got so much stuff going in their ears and it's all defensive football nowadays. In our days when we played, it was to outscore the opposition yeah. and kick more goals than they did. Now it's to keep the opposition below our score with all this defensive rubbish, back passing, short bloody kill. Well, we saw that game last week with Richmond and Sydney. It was only, was it, eight goals or nine goals, something for the whole That's game? That's all happening at the moment. Um, the goals. Like, fans like to see high marks and goals. Today, long kick, there's about five players going up. Four of them are all trying to spoil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, okay. Probably the most painful part about that is one of the only teams that's not doing that at the moment is Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide, mm. yeah. There's a couple of them, Glenelg, a Geelong try and attack, mm-hmm. and a couple of them that, uh, also do. Uh, I, I love the Brisbane Lions. I like the way that chap is coaching them, doing a good job. So there are attractive games occasionally, mm. but I said the word occasionally. Yeah. I'll quickly finish up. Uh, five quick questions. Fast five. Uh, if you had to pick Westies, South or Glenelg? Um, pretty hard call, that. They've all won their premierships. Yeah. And they've all been bloody fantastic to get on with. Mm-hmm. I'll toss the coin. <laughs> you can pick the first one, I'll have the second one. No <laughs> That's a hard call. Uh, Very hard call. Well, you spent time at all of them, I guess, and, yeah. and a lot of time there. Uh, who's the greatest player you played with or against? Uh, I would have to say um, Peter Daly mm-hmm. and Peter Carey. Yep. Uh, uh, that, that were the two. Mind you, there were some very good players, but mm. these guys had more to do with getting the footy. Yep. Yeah. If you had to pick one, the Adelaide Crows or the SA Crow Eaters, who would you pick? Oh, the South Australian yep. teams, yeah. I was involved with them a lot longer than my one year with the Crows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashido or McLeod, who was better? <laughs> Both different type. Mm. Uh, the silky smooth McLeod who um, could get out of trouble anywhere and super, whereas the other hard nut who uh, created openings for players and with his aggression and toughness, beautiful long kick, good mark. It's a bit like Gary Abbott Sr., Gary Abbott Jr. Mm. Who would you have? I'm trying to pick your favourite son. You can have first pick, I'll have the second one. I'd probably pick, pick McLeod, but only just. But Only because of the skill level. Yes, that's right. Mm. And just lastly, is it true that you plugged up your broken jaw with some gum chewed by another player just to keep it in place so you could finish out the game? Well, it, it wasn't broken that much. It was only cracked. Yeah. And I went in at half time because this bloke punched me in the jaw just for half time because I was picking the ball up. I, I never found out who it was. And uh, I'm walking in and the, the, the jaw is grating a little bit mm-hmm. and I go in there the head trainer and I said I think you better look at my jaw there's, there's something not right and so he got the doctor they got the doctor in Dr. Alan Bowering and he said oh he said uh, no he said it's cracked he said uh, yeah. I said well fix it I said fix it he said no we, we can't fix it it's cracked I said alright no we guards in those days mm-hmm. So I got the uh, trainer to give me two packs of chewing gum 
Gabe Delorio at Roseville, my vice captain, to chew and do a paste. And took him for the, well, it's a bit stupid actually. Took him for the second half, and I was lucky I never made contact yeah. with my jaw in the second half. <laughs> so I was, I was a bit stupid, um, but that's what you do sometimes. I think it sums you up perfectly. You were pretty well willing to do what it took to, to get back out there. Well, yeah, because we were playing the fellas and we got up and beat them. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We got up and beat them. I think the players the players just really reacted. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that little bit's left in the tank. Yeah. That if you dig in and find it, what you can achieve. Absolutely. Mm. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me. I really appreciate it and inviting me into your heart. And, uh, all the best. All the best to you, mate.